I'm in Bali. I'm just, uh, I've got no shirt on. <laughs> Life's good, bro. <laughs> uh, how you going, mate? Pretty good. Just cruising, uh, back in Oz and yeah. All right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's rip it, bro. I'm just, uh, I won't keep you too long. Mate, last year you created history by becoming the first Aussie bloke to compete in the Rippy Was finals. Uh, it was just a magic year, man, on so many levels. Like, fuck, we were proud of you. Like, Australian surfing was just stinging for a little nuggety blue-collar fucking hero and you stepped up and just gave us, you know, so much to cheer for, beating John John twice, making your first final, semis in other events, uh, and then qualifying for the, the uh, you know, the very first Rippy Was finals. And, mate, it's, just, it's put you in this unique position to kind of know exactly what Ethan and Robbo will be going through this week. So what I want to peg you on is... First of all, like, what are your memories now looking back on that week, you know, the week leading up to it? How do you reflect upon that time and, and the madness of it all? Yeah, no, it was pretty, like, there was a lot of madness going on. Um, like, every free surf was just, like, pretty chock-a-block with everyone just, like, super frothing around the, the contest side. I don't know, just, I swear, like, there, there was double the amount of people surfing. Even though Lowell's is already crowded, like, leading up into it, it was even more crowded and kind of like nearly a bit of tension in the water because like everyone's all got their egos out frothing up and um yeah but i don't know i'm frothing for the boys it's gonna be sick for them um jack and and ether i don't know they're both like got so much variety in their surfing so yeah i'm sure they're just um just fucking grinding it out out there and trying to get some waves but i don't know it's it kind of like a lot of nerves going into it, just having the feeling that you could be walking away after one day of surfing with the title. Um, but I don't know, those boys are like a little bit more mature and stuff than I was. So I think they'll, they'll be able to handle the pressure real good. It's insane what you were just saying about the lineup, you know, like Pipeline has always been the kind of the place where, you know, you go there with a world title on the line and you've just got so many experts to deal with. But Trestles, you're not just dealing with experts, you're dealing with Flotsam and Jetsam and just any ding-dong who wants to paddle out is getting in your, you know, in the way of your perfect preparation. Yeah, I know. Um, I, yeah, you kind of, I guess it's like um, pump and snapper in a way. You're kind of like watching out for the people that are on the waves because you don't want to like get injured or hurt before the event. But you also like... And I don't know one frustrating thing I found about uh, surfing there, I guess, because I haven't really surfed like like waves with that kind of crowd before that too much. Um, was just like when you surf in the wave, you can't actually like surf it how you want to surf it. Kind of got to surf around the people. But mm. I don't know Griffin that managed to surf it pretty good, um, even with the crew like in their way and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. When I was out, I was on a pretty like good program of just like getting up early and trying to get that that real early dawny in before it got too busy, and then um, kind of like like would take it through the day and try pick and choose. But they got that um, 
they got the surf line cam there, so I guess people can just see as soon as there's a bat break in the crowd, like there's another like crowd going down, and everybody's got e bikes over there. So it's like, I know it's just kind of non-stop there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, what did you love about that week, mate? Like when you look back on it, you know, you, you like I said, you're the first Aussie to really experience this entirely new format that is completely changing the game. Uh, so. They've really got, the WSL have got this opportunity to really pump up the promotional sort of aspects of selling that day. You were a big part of that. So was that exhausting or was that something that you really enjoyed? Yeah, I kind of forgot about it, but like, uh, I don't know. There wasn't too much like media stuff or whatnot, but then I remember like we did the, we did do like a promotional media day or something, um, and there was the whole box to boxing coming out, uh, Apple TV thing about to come out as well. So we're kind of like doing all that promotion as well in that day. And it was kind of a bit of a blowout day, but I, I don't know it's kind of, I, I, didn't, I think that's kind of what I expected was going to be happening when you're on the tour a bit more like in your, in the limelight and like getting forced to do like interviews and stuff. Um, but it's pretty cruisy. Um, I don't know it wasn't too, like not too much stuff we had to do but uh i don't know i guess like there's a lot of froth around like you though like when you're there like everyone's like psyched just that you're surfing with them and um you see him on the street and people are just like giving you a shaker or like froth just like that the vibe super high and i guess like feel like you're the man a little and i don't know it's like a, it's just a good time i guess and uh it's summer over there as well so it's just like yeah it's a it's a good time to remember in your life for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, fuck, imagine if that was in Australia, you wouldn't have been able to move. <laughs> yeah, it would have been so mental. Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. Um, what about like, you know, in that week, things that you look back on and you're like, I wish that never happened, or, like that you were really, you know, that sort of grinded you. Was there anything or did you feel like your prep was on point? I felt like um, prep was pretty on point. It was like just hard, like on the actual day, I swear Lowell's just kind of like had a bit of uh, sunset characteristics about it for that morning session. But I feel like I prepared, like, I felt like if I was ever going to do it, it was going to be then. Mm. Uh, I feel like I'd done all the prep right and um, I was feeling just comfortable in my boards and, and whatnot. But I don't know, some surf comps are surf comps and sometimes they don't go your way, but... Yeah, I don't know. There was a couple of times in the water where, where there was a few little blow-ups and um, Ethan was in one of them as well. So that was pretty funny. He got a bit of, he got a bit of mongrel out and uh, a bit feisty. So I don't know I'd love to see him fire up this, this time and um, rip into a couple. Sick, yeah. I mean, but, you know, Ethan, the, the surfing public really just doesn't know what he's like. He's so staunch. He's so uh, within his own space a lot of the time you know like he's got a bit of fire yeah. he's got a bit of mongrel he knows how to throw down he's got it yeah i mean yeah, Australia Island, like, mate, they, they breed them tough up there they do they do just like in the heart pierce drinking animals and uh um no nah, he yeah ethan's like real he, he carries himself real quiet and kind of like looks real mellow but he definitely like can assert himself in the water and um I know when you're surfing that as good as he is, like, why not? Do, he, he could do whatever he wants, I guess. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, true. Mate, um, just before we get on to the boys, like, 
can you take us back to the morning, like waking up? It's straight out of Kelly Slater in black and white. Like you wake up, it's the morning of the finals and you're surfing yeah. for a world title. Like what was your initial feeling when you first opened your eyes? Can you remember? Yeah, I don't know. It was that funny. I, I was in like a kind of good mindset and we went down thinking that it was going to be on on the very first day. Mm. And then um, there was just like this fog and it wouldn't clear for like the whole like the whole morning I had to can't like call it off because like the whole idea of it's like one day. Um, so we were kind of just like waiting around. It's like next calls now, like next call, next call. And we're like, oh. It's exhausting. Like, yeah, this is like heavy. And then eventually like, they ima- like. Imagine call. doing that to Olympic swimmers. Like this, they're standing on the blocks. You're all there. You're ready to go. And they're just going, hold, hold, hold for like half a day. And then they go, no, nah, yeah. fuck it, we'll do it tomorrow. You'd, but your brain would be mashed potato. I know. And because I was the um, very first heat, I don't think I was, I was, I know, I was feeling real confident. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to surf before I go out. So I was kind of just like waiting like to go. And I was going to be, uh, oh, I think the second heat because it goes girls, boys. And I was just sitting there like, all right, I'm ready, I'm ready. But I know uh, around like 11 or 10 or something, they like finally made the call that it, it, they were going to run the next day. But then the next day it's like you, we woke up and it's like it's on like no matter what. And it was just, it was pretty pumping, but it was kind of like solid and a bit like all over the place. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of all happened so quick, but I remember like one distinct like, moment. I was um, all year kind of, they'd been handing the rashies to you. And at this event, except for the wave pool, it was just hanging up in your locker. And I uh, I got ready, like spoke to Botsy and I was kind of like, I mistimed it a little and I was running a little late and I was a bit flustered. And um, I was just sprinting out for my heat and I ran down the stairs. And I didn't have my rashi on. Oh. And uh, I got down like just like I was on the sand, like about to like run out in front of everyone. And there was still people like like bystanders either side of the like the walkway as you come down. And just yelling at me, rashi, rashi. And then I was so embarrassed and I had to go back, get my rashi on and then like go down and try to do my pre-heat. Uh, kind of routine and um kind of try to get reset my mind and uh but to that was that was a bit rattling to start off the heat like that man any little hiccup you know anything that that sort of invades that space of perfect preparation is it's gonna like put a little bit of fizz in your blood you know i totally understand that yeah that would be rattling so like you said the surf was real tricky uh when you came in and you your post-heat interview, you seemed really disappointed, which is understandable considering sort of the hype going into it and the length of like, the amount of effort that you were putting in. But, mate, Australia was so proud of you. Like, when did that sort of, like, feeling of disappointment start to fade and, and the fact that you'd achieved something so monumental begin to sink in? Was it on the day or was it was it later? Uh, no, it was definitely a while. I was pretty devoted because I kind of, like, uh, I know, I just felt so on kind of leading into it that I didn't I thought I'd at least make that first heat and then I know Felipe was always going to be hard to beat but I just felt I felt like if that was going to be a time I was I was that prepared for that moment um and I didn't really surf my heat how I wanted to so I was obviously pretty bummed but um yeah I guess I don't know I just 
I didn't really think it was like that big of an achievement until kind of now, mm. <laughs> but this year, like watching all the boys and kind of like I didn't do too well. So, but I, it's been a bit of a blessing, I think. And, but I've been having to have that step away and being able to watch all the boys do surf and seeing the results that they're getting. And, um, I know like Cal Robbo, for example, he's had an amazing year and I've just been tripping and then, um, and he got 10th and kind of like robbed of the rookie of the year. But, um, I don't know how they're doing the count backs, I guess that makes sense. But, um, yeah, I know Cal had an amazing year and then just looking back, reflecting on my year as well, I was kind of like, I blew me away a little, but, um, I don't know it's back to a full year now. And, uh, yeah, it's been crazy to watch the boys just rip into it this year. Um, I was pretty devastated to miss out on Jay Bain's show. So, mm. but yeah, hurts a little, but we'll be back. For sure, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. I guess, um, yeah, just getting back to that feeling of, of like what you achieve though, has it, like, has there been at any point where you've just been lying in bed and it's just dawned on you, like what you did to come from literally nowhere to the first Aussie to surf on that day is such a huge yeah. accomplishment, man. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of thanks, um, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. I've never really. I guess like I've been like yes, yeah, stoked, but not. I guess I'm not tripping, but I don't know. I just want to do better. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, I enjoy the enjoy the wins, as you know, before you start ripping the boot in about the losses, man, because it's a it's a yeah. it's a really important thing to be able to you know know what you've you've done that oh, that's good. Sorry. All right, mate. Look, what is yeah, what do yeah, you think? Hundred percent. What do Jack and Ethan need to be wary of this week? Uh, Steph, uh, the other Aussie in the draw, she's surfed on this day as well, so she sort of knows what she's in for. But what what advice would you give to these guys, you know, heading into this week and then especially once they look like they're going to pull the trigger? I guess they know how to do it. And Jack's had such a good um, daddy on his year. He kind of looks like he's a whole new person. And I have no doubt in my mind he's going to be as prepared as he gets, um, it just seems like he's been a lot more focused this year and real take, taking it really seriously. And um, I know it's really good to see. And uh, so, yeah, I don't really have a doubt in my mind that he's going to be ready to pull the trigger when the time comes. And um, Ethan, I don't know, he's he's like definitely world title material, especially if there's waves at lowers this year. Um, and uh, watching him last year, uh, I know he, in the free stuff, he was definitely one of the best guys out there, for sure. Like, uh, three minimum, like maybe more. Griff was, Griff and Eve, they were like probably the two gnarliest guys I've seen out there. So, I don't know, both those guys, I think, have a really high chance of coming away with the title. And I don't know, Felipe better watch out. I hopefully he doesn't, uh, if he, well, hopefully he does take it a little lightly because um, I don't know those boys are going to be coming in hot. <laughs> sick, man, sick. And, um, just just on your year and where you're at, you know, uh, 19th on the Challenger Series right now. But, like, as we saw with Lobby, it, it just chops and changes. Like, he jumps so far up the ratings after such a dismal start. And, um, yeah, yeah where, where are you at? Like, how are you feeling about it all? Did it did you sort of have to almost heal a little bit from, from not making the cut? Because that would have been a, a fairly traumatic thing after all you achieved last year. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been, I feel like, I oh, don't know, I'm really proud of myself and the way that I handled, like, 
getting cut off. Um, it's just such a brutal thing mentally and I guess that like physically and I don't know, it's definitely devastating. Like, I guess, yeah, definitely after I fell off and I was kind of was like pretty stoked the first two events at average, but then once I saw J-Bay and Chopes, I was like pretty gutted. Nay. So I don't know, it's been hard, um, but also I think it's like been good for me. Um, I, I guess I maybe approach this year a little uh, easy. Um kind of thinking like oh, I, I got this for sure um but I know it's not how it goes sometimes and uh yeah it definitely humbled me a lot I feel a lot more humble now mm. um for sure I just like even like in your day-to-day and being nice to everyone just making sure you like good karma comes to good people and um I don't know yeah I guess that's been a good takeaway um but I, I've, I know I'm pretty fired up at the moment and I definitely feel like I should have done well in better in Australia. Um, I was surfing pretty good and I still had that like focus of being coming off to I was like still laser focused going into those events. So uh, it's starting a little bit to get knocked out of those early and then going into those next two, I guess they're pretty grindy, both of those events and, um, I, I don't know, I just was a bit flustered and kind of like head wasn't really in the game, but we got like a big break now, so hopefully I can like switch it around and um, come in hot for these next ones. Uh, and we got two right-hand point breaks, so that's always going to be good for me. Um, personally, I feel like this format, um, I don't know, definitely needs a little bit of work because it's so mentally draining being away from home and your friends and family for a whole year. I wish I could spend a little bit more time overseas, like going to Indo or somewhere where I can enhance my skills, like rather than going to a um, like QS and grinding it out, doing three snaps to the beach, if you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's just my opinion on it. But yeah, I, I'm I don't mind the cut as long as um, it benefits us in the long run. But um, yeah, I just want to get better at surfing, and I feel like this format does. Yeah, too much. Mm. Yeah, well, we saw your chopes fucking packing them, mate, and uh, that's the shit, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Good on you. So, look, man, I know that you've grown up, you know, so much since we first met um, and so much with everything you've been through, you know, far out. Like, you've been right there on the very cusp of, of winning a world title to having to deal with that emotional trauma of, of the mid-season cut. You look incredible. I know you've been, you know, bought a house and, and you've, you're taking on all the, re- the responsibilities that come with getting a bit older as well. But, man, the Swillians, Australian surfers, we fucking love you, man. And all we want you to do is Just fucking crack it. Crack it. Just it, boy. Put it in the lid, square up, and crack it. Because that's what you do better than anyone. We're going to, yeah. No, I'm frothing. Um, yeah, I was, uh, put it, chuck it in there. I mean, Lob, we were lucky enough to go over to Chopes as well. Um, and I went just before that. So I don't know. I feel like um, me and a couple of the boys, uh, we're enhancing our skills in all areas. So once we get back there, hopefully there's going to be a bit of mongrel on tour for a long, long time. So let's go. <laughs> Good on you, brother. Awesome, Morgie. Thanks for your insights, man. And um, see you on the CT in 23. Yeah. Let's give it a good old crack. Competition surfing. Rashies. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can get up. Please, 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 please.